Warning, the following content is not politically correct. Viewer discretion is advised. Hey, welcome in everybody. So today, um, as you see, I'm not in my studio. Went on a spontaneous trip to Florida with my roommate. So, um, but I still thought it was important that we run the stream. So with a lot of, um, you know, a lot of animosity, a lot of fighting again in between libertarian groups online, um, this time over homelessness, um, me and Britt wanted to talk. So Britt is a co-host of the Fab Show as well here on Twitter. So go check her out um, and welcome in. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. I know I we need to do this more often, but so obviously with, um, like I said, with everything going on online, there's been just a lot of just the same, same type of stuff as we see in libertarian groups. A lot of people, you know, screaming between each other, really not really, you know, posing any solutions. And this time it really just came out in terms of you know homelessness and what we can do and there's a certain section that says we should just send the police after them which i find kind of ironic and then there's the a larger group um mostly the ones that do a lot of stuff for the community that have come out and said well that's probably not the best thing why don't we try to help them so i know we are both on the side of let's help them so um what do you, so let's i mean what are your um what, what have you seen as much um online because i know you were kind of getting really fed up with everything yeah so there were a couple big things that i saw and we're probably both gonna get in trouble tonight sarah like you know um you you, you knew how mom was gonna be that right so um, <laughs> yeah the first thing i actually saw was from um David Hogg, who, if you don't know who he is, you know, but if anybody doesn't know who he is, he is the bad actor that um, has, you know, basically uh, parlayed a tragedy at Parkland High School into a career. And so okay. he had said that he's tired of seeing the homeless, um, you know, all over, kind of, and that we have so much money in America basically and nobody's helping them to which I agree with that part. And then people okay. were um, saying, Hey, you can donate to this. You can do that. And his response to that was, that's great, but it shouldn't be on you. It shouldn't be on any charity. The government should be handling that, which is ridiculous on its face because if the government's handling it, you and I are handling it just by force and yeah. probably not being handled in a great way. So um, to compound that foolishness, uh, there was comic Dave Smith who had chimed in and kind of said uh, that he didn't want homeless, I think it was homeless drug addicts or homeless junkies, something yeah. like that, in the park with his children, um, and he was okay with the police taking them away, to which I saw, I think, Reed Coverdale and kind of other people saying, like, that's ridiculous you know, I guess they're all friends, but even if they're friends, they can disagree, which I absolutely agree with. I disagree yeah. with people all the time. Um, what bothered me in this whole situation is that there was nobody that had said, uh, nobody really of note that had said anything about actually helping the homeless. It was basically like, 
get the government, which we all know doesn't help, um, get the police, or if they bother you, you know, shoot them off your front porch, whatever. Like that was kind of the sentiment. And um, I, is it Ryan? Oh gosh, I forgot now that I'm who the LP leader of Georgia. Um, Oh yeah. Ryan Graham. Yeah, Ryan Graham. I'm sorry. I always forget because I always want to call him Billy Graham. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> that's not the same person. Um, he, when I tweeted this out, how angry I was, I, I actually got a lot of people that were like, oh, yeah, we should be helping these people. There, also, there was also a lot of vitriol that was thrown my way. And there was a lot of yeah. like, but we can't, but you don't know the homeless, but you like, as if me being in a suburb of Georgia for three months negates the almost 40 years I lived in the middle of Los Angeles um, as if I didn't see tent cities every day. Um, But Ryan Graham said, Hey, I just donated. I just set up a monthly donation to uh, ACSS, which is Atlanta center for self-sufficiency. And he set up a monthly donation And I was like, you know what? I'll put my money where my mouth is. So immediately I set up a monthly donation to go because Atlanta is now my community. So, uh, you know, this is my home and I want to take care of the people in my community. Immediately you reached out and said, hey, I am working on a proposal for the city council. Is this something you want to get involved in? And my response was, yes, let's let's do work. Um, So I think that kind of brings us up to speed on everything. Yeah, and I'll just add too. So um, Spike Cohen did lay out basically what we should be doing um, in terms of what the libertarian position is, and I think I don't think anybody can um, can articulate stuff as well as Spike can because Spike speaks to everybody, and everybody agrees with what Spike says. But then it's yeah, but we have to work within the system that we have, and so that's where their their whole oh yeah, we can just use the police um, comes in. And, and it did morph over the course of a couple of days because there were people that were coming out like Magnus who told his story, which was an amazing story. Um, and because he was homeless and he, and he was putting it into perspective, like who we're really talking about, because all it was really being talked about was, um, you know, junkies, homeless people are all just junkies that, they don't or they don't or they don't want to work um and i know dave smith himself went after chase oliver who is i think technically he's still the chair of the atlanta libertarian party um he's also our u.s senate candidate um in georgia next year so well he has to he's running i think unopposed right now um for his nomination for that for that seat um and so he just needs to be nominated but he is running for for u.s senate um proposing a lot of the same stuff that we talked about and i was going to have him on this on this stream as well because he wants he is also wanting to be involved um and what we're going to what we're talking about um and i also but then i also saw now let me go back to chase real quick so chase is also somebody that i know personally who, who spends his time building care packages and taking them to the homeless people in, in Atlanta. He's been doing this for a very long time. Um, it's, it's, a, it's an initiative that he's had. So he, he very much knows the population um, that we have here in, here in Atlanta. 
as well. And then I saw people kind of going after Martha Bueno, who is a rising star in the libertarian movement. And she just, all she really said was, it's real. Dave told Dave Smith that his comment was foolish because most people are families that are homeless. It's yeah. not necessarily. So it's, it's almost saying you live in your ivory tower. You don't know this. And then it wasn't necessarily Dave that went after her, but it was, it's, it's the followers, the trolls that followed Dave Smith that, and there was not a thing of substance that ever came out about it. Um, but to kind of talk a little bit about, oh, go ahead. No, I think that we should make it clear, unless you don't want to, but I think you do. We aren't attacking Dave Smith or Reed or even David Hoggins' yeah. conversation. We're just bringing up a different side of it. Like, that's what we're trying to highlight tonight. Yeah. And which is why I'm glad you brought up Spike, because I kind of brought up the people that I had disagreed with. But I didn't really mention a lot mm-hmm. of people that came and said, uh, this isn't the way we don't have to do this. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, we, there are other solutions that don't involve government. Um, and this is what we should be doing, even in the current system that we have now, um, where I was, I even, I was talking, so where I've even started looking at this issue was probably six months ago. Um, I met, um, Mike Russell, who, if you know, he took, he was running for city council president. He, he lost that race. Um, but we had discussed prior to that, how we could, you know, what we could do about homelessness in the city, how we could move them out. And we had, I had talked to him because he was a former military person as well. Like in Afghanistan, we had these containerized housing units that we used that were basically fully, I mean, they were air conditioned, they were everything. And it was, how can we, you know, what can we, how can we set up an area for, to take these people and get them the actual help that they need? And we just had a small conversation when I was shooting an ad spot for him, but, um, and it would have been really nice though, to be able to have that seat, you know, to be able to talk to him after he got elected on some of these issues. Um, unfortunately, like I said, he didn't get elected. Um, so then even just this past week, I was hopeful that Felicia Moore had gotten elected. Um, she spoke at log cabin events. Um, so I kind of had an in with Felicia Moore to be able, who was running for the mayor of Atlanta. Um, and she unfortunately lost, uh, that came out yesterday that she, she lost yesterday. So most of my connections are gone, um, in the city right now, but, um, it doesn't mean that we can't, we still can't put a proposal together, um, and, and petition the city council to do something. And a lot of my proposal has to do with uh, 90% of it is deregulation. You know, that's the biggest thing that we should be talking about when it comes to how to help the homeless. Um, But most of the people that are homeless have, you know, mental health issues. Yes, they're addicts. Or they just need, they don't, they need somewhere to go. They don't have anywhere to go while they pick themselves up. I mean, again, I, I, I wish I would love to have Magnus on to, tell his story because it was very captivating as well. Um, just talking about how the, pol- how the police were the detriment to him being able to get back on his feet. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I think that there's also one of the things that I continue to advocate for and we had talked about and that I talked about publicly on Twitter is the need for rapid rehousing 
um, a lot of the comments and a lot of the conversation that was brought up was, oh, these people want to be on the streets. And after, sorry, I have small children that are. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> uh, a lot of the people that are on the streets and that have this attitude and that don't want to be helped, it's a mindset shift that happens. And it's something mm -hmm. that happens with homelessness and it can happen very quickly. That's what I think kind of me and you had talked about, like kind of like that gap needs to be filled because not every person that's homeless, not every person that's on the street is going to be able to be saved or helped or even in our community. Um, yeah. But we can stop. You can put like a cork in that bottle so that yeah. you don't continue to have such an overwhelming um, problem. And as somebody that came from Los Angeles, Atlanta has a big problem. Atlanta doesn't have an overwhelming problem like Los Angeles, like San Francisco. Yeah like other you know portland other big cities but it could be that way i mean yeah it, it happened very very quickly because it's only yeah well and you, i mean you're very new to the city as well so you um come this is this is kind of the cycle that i've seen in the four years that i've been here so i've been here since 2017 and it's basically it, it tends to obviously I think a lot of the people that are homeless kind of move out of the city and go south in the wintertime and then come, you know, March, April timeframe. If you ever go downtown, that's when you really start seeing it like by the Atlanta underground and you start to see a lot of, of homeless people in, in the area. So you might change some of your perspective um, once you start seeing that. But then around um, later on, you, you start to see they kind of dissipate towards the as it starts to get to summertime. I don't know if it's because they, these, um, a lot of these people will tend to move north as it starts to get warmer and then move south as it starts to get colder. I mean, that's what I would do, honestly. But I also think around that same time when it starts really getting bad, again, there's no loitering signs around Centennial Park in those areas. So then I think it is the police start moving these people out. Yeah. So like what I've, I've looked at, okay, go ahead. No. So, uh, I agree with you. I'm not, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to like diminish the issue here at all. Mm -hmm. uh, I was talking about in comparison to Los Angeles where it is so yeah, over. I don't know. And we also yeah. deal with, uh, well, I don't anymore, but they also deal with a year round influx and the people that are bust in because of the climate um, and yeah. because it's just so prevalent and because it's so accepted um so it starts to become uh where it's this integration of a very high-end area that's also a tent city and yeah. you you see it you can walk in studio city and you can see it all over um and it's the bigger issue for me at play here is not you know how do we clean up the city because to me, I think that's a symptom of everybody that's in that city just looking at like how do we clean up this trash? That's not yep. that's not a good attitude yeah. to have because then we get comments that say like, well, we you know we just moved them, pulled them. <laughs> Sorry, my daughter. Is You're fine. She does. <laughs> put her pajamas off. She's like. 
running around crazy. Um, so we might have to do this a couple more times. Uh, but okay. I did. It's fine. <laughs> mom threatened her. So it's basically an empty threat. Um, so let your commenters tell me well, how I'm a bad mom right now. Um, no. So basically, some of the comments that I encountered, and you can go on Twitter and you can see them. I don't need to call anyone yep. out by name, was basically to um, move people. They just want them removed from their parks. They just want them removed from their libraries. As if in libertarian mindsets, there's some magical place where the police come and move the homeless. And it's not just to another park or another library. So it's right out of your face. Or it's not to jail. Where are they yep. moving them to? Are they moving them to like a stable lifestyle? Are they moving them to their new job? Like, where do they think yeah. they're going? And why is yeah. it that we're pretending that these aren't actual humans? And I guess I'll make a very Christian like sentiment is like, why are we not having the attitude of, if not by the grace of God, there go I, you know, yeah. uh, it seems to me that the big problem is like the mindset of not only the people in the homeless population, but the mindset of the people that aren't homeless that seem to think that there's so much disconnect as if most families in the country aren't only two to three paychecks away from being homeless. And yep. we need to start really thinking like, these are just other people. This could be me or you. And as much as libertarians like to tout their like homesteadness and their, you know, I'm prepared for all things. A lot of people thought they were prepared for a lot of things. And a lot of people weren't expecting not to be uh, able to work for a full ass year. You know, a lot of people yeah. weren't expecting the government to shut down everything. A lot of people weren't expecting that they were now going to have to face the choice of a mandatory injection or feeding their children. So yeah. um, this is what really bothers me because this homelessness issue is not just in a vacuum. This homelessness issue is uh, like a microcosm of a bigger issue that we have. It's, where we have libertarians and liberty-minded people speaking out of one side of their mouth saying, you know, do not comply, do not, uh, you know, if you have to quit your job, quit your job. If you have to get fired, get fired. And out of the other side of their mouth saying, also, I'll call the police on you if you're in the park with my children. And yeah. I have a big, big problem with that. I have a yeah. real big issue with yeah, that. It's yeah because it's exactly what you're 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 absolutely right it's like you you don't want people to comply but then what happens when they do actually lose those paychecks and they can't afford their house and, and stuff like that and and then you're gonna demonize them for being homeless at that point that's that's kind of what it seems it also seems like there um people are i mean as libertarians we should be trying to you know decriminalize more stuff have less interactions with police even for homeless people it, it doesn't matter who you are um and you're right where do these people go where do the police move them are they just putting them in jail i mean it seems i don't think the police care where they go they just don't want them being in certain areas because it is it's out of sight out of mind um and there's certain areas where they're allowed to go um and and then those areas are usually then built up by crime and and they become the areas where people don't even want to go anyways right um but i that's what i had kind of said 
in response to this and let's i mean we can move into what the solution actually is and my i i said it's not as much it's of you know using police it's giving them a place to go um and and really we can do as much with as much go or with as little government um as possible but if you're going to use the government i would rather use the government for a good cause than using police right that that's it's basically like they will say yes we can use police for this um but then they'll say but i don't want my tax i don't want to do anything i don't want the government to do move these people anywhere or do all this stuff right it's it's if we're talking about what we sh- what government should be doing um, what we where we can work within the current system, then there are things that the government can do. I mean, part of this proposal I want to be is, like I said, setting up an area. You know, we just we just got rid of um, we just got struck down Cop City. I don't know if you heard of what Cop City was. They were basically going to build a makeshift city to train police officers. Like, not exactly what we want to see happen. And libertarians, and um, you know liberals were very much against that cop city and we got it shot down um well in that area we could also set up a somewhat of a facility to bring people and all we would really need to do is put a facility in there allow government to have that space that's already government land have that space put in housing units whatever and then a lot and and then we would work with organizations to bring those organizations in so that they would have a place to work. You know, we would have let voluntary organizations, you know, not not for profit organizations actually do the work. We don't need government to do the work. After this is all set up, the only thing that we really need is government to deregulate to say, you know, we to in order to feed people, it's not illegal to feed homeless people. Um we would need honestly we could deregulate a lot of the regulations in terms of like what restaurants are allowed to do because at the end of the day restaurants are throwing away food that could be going to these people um and and really just allow an organization to set up so that we can actually get mental health provisions and everything like that set up if you're worried about junkies we we look at portugal and to see how portugal runs you know decriminalize all all their drugs and you say, let's do that with homeless people. Don't throw these people that are homeless and using in jail. Let's put them in this place to where they can actually seek mental health treatments instead of throwing them in jail. It, it it's it's not a and and all at that point, once you deregulate, the only thing that government needs to do, and the only thing that I would ask Atlanta to do is provide one MARTA bus two times a day to, to pick up from a prominent location like um, the Atlanta underground and move to those, that location. So that way you actually give them a place to go without having to force them out of there and using police officers to force them on the bus. Yeah. Cause that's basically what they're doing right now. Yeah. And I think that I am so on board with this idea. And I think also being on board with somebody that is realistic about the situation that listen, this is not the end all solution, but the answer can't be because you can't save everyone and account for every single situation. We don't do anything. Um, and like you said, um, 
you know, the, this has been proven to be an effective method. You can see um, even studies that they did on Vietnam vets that came home that were, uh, you know, everyday heroin users that were Vietnam vets that came home and had a place to go and had a, uh, were able to get help and a healthy outlook and had, you know, some level of hope to move forward to that a lot of them were just a huge majority of them were able to just quit using and it wasn't a huge, you know, yeah. we have to go back and forth and back and back and forth. And, you know, they start using, they stop and they start like, there's a lot to be said about people that have hope that are able to turn things around. And again, it goes back to the situation of uh, us being able to move these people into a place where it's like, Hey, now you have an address so you can apply for a job yeah. because you can't apply for a job without an address. Hey, here you have yeah. a place where you can take a shower because nobody wants to hire somebody that doesn't, you know, ha doesn't have great hygiene. Hey, here's a place where you can get, you know, uh, outfit. So sorry. Um, <laughs> You're sorry. I know. Like this is mom life, right? Um, but <laughs> here, like, here's this place where you can go, and we're not, um, you know, we're not saying like here's a place where you can stay and keep, you know, using drugs and do whatever. Because the mindset isn't that we think everybody that is homeless is on drugs and just wants a place to, you know shoot up we're we're not the city of san francisco we're not just you know yeah. methadone and, and clean needles um because we know that that's not a solution so trying to offer hope i think is what kind of is the big uh catalyst here and because that's when people have hope then they see when they can see a way out of their situation then people yep. will start to gravitate towards that. They will start to move towards that. But if you consistently tell someone, I think it was, um, I don't know if it was Magnus or if it was Drew, the clean libertarian, um, I, or maybe someone else who was talking about how it's like you have this homeless situation and then you get like a $2,000 fine for, you know, loitering or being somewhere. And then you can't pay that. And then you can't get a job. Then you can't, it's like it compounds, compounds, compounds. Yeah. So what, um, you know, what motivation would you even have to, to pull yourself out of that? If it seems like all you're doing is just digging through dirt that you'll never get out of. Yeah, it does. You're right. Because yeah, it, it might, I think, I think you're right. I think Magnus talked about this a little bit because it was like, um, yeah, it was like you get fined for loitering and then you get another fine here and it just continues. And then I know like they were sleeping somewhere and the police officer like took his charger and broke his phone, you know, type thing. And it's like, how do you, how do you even break out of that and so you're right when you give people hope when you give them a place to go um you give them opportunities to clean up instead of just demonizing them now i honestly with this whole thing too this is there's already stuff in atlanta where i think we can tap into resources as well yeah. so i think that it's a little bit misguided but we can kind of work a on some of these issues and, and, and maybe make this proposal to like, there is, there's actually a union for homeless people in, in, in Atlanta and they protested um, 
maybe two months ago to try to get free stuff. And I'm like, I think you guys are misguided in what you guys are trying to do. But if we can give you a different solution to be proposing, I think that they might be able to, we might be able to make more ground than just asking for more stuff from people instead of, instead of, you know, because that's, that's kind of feeding the stereotypes. Yeah. Oh, you should give us this. You should give us that. You should give us free this, free that, free, you know, free hygiene stuff and all this stuff. Um, but if we tap into the union resources that they already have set up, um, I actually know somebody who she's very progressive. She's, I mean, yes, I have liberal friends. Um, and I think this is an area because when I saw her doing that and then I saw Chase doing the care packages and stuff like that, I was like, it's two completely opposite approaches. Um, but if you can come together and, and maybe come to a solution on stuff, then, and, and, and like I said, I, you're right. When you give people hope and you, you allow people to talk about their problems too. I think, I, I don't think, I think therapy, like getting mental help is just as valuable because that can help them because right now, I mean, you got to think you're going to be in a world of depression and f not feeling adequate. And so of course you're going to start using because using is the only thing that makes you feel good. Um, and so when you actually, like you said, give people hope, give them a pathway. Um, and again, this is not using government to do this. Um, like somebody like David Hogg would have, it's a voluntary solution where support these organizations that actually help these people, like yeah. bring these people in. And that's the plan would be to contact them and bring organizations in to help. Like, what can you provide? Like if you just had one single location that you could go to and we could, we could centralize, I know centralizing is usually a bad word when it comes to um, yeah. libertarian policies, but when you can centralize and pull all your resources into one area, one singular location. Um, yeah. And you can have a place almost like a one-stop shop for all the homeless people in the city that I think you, then I think you have a real solution as to how we can help people and get them back on their feet. Yeah. And I don't think centralization is a bad thing when people can easily opt out of it. I mean, we're not yeah. saying this is the only solution. If somebody, has a better mouse trap than hey like let's do that um yeah but it, it something needs to be done and something does need to be done rapidly um and if libertarians i, I keep going back to this and i know we're talking about solutions tonight but i think it's so important that people understand the reasoning um surrounding all of it I have a problem when I see libertarians using um, the market, you know, the market will, will take care of it and using phrases like uh, private charity churches will handle it, but then they have no interest in helping at all. Yeah. So right now I'm, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm asking for yeah. a call to action, uh, you know, support yeah. your local shelters. If you're not in Atlanta yeah. area, wherever you are, um, find yeah. one, do the work. And if, you know, I, I think I came up a lot against this the other day on Twitter with people saying, oh, private charities just steal from people. And I, my response was, which ones, which ones, which ones have yeah. you researched? Are they all bad? Is every single, every single church is stealing? Every single church is 
is uh, grifters. Every single organization is just out to get you. You will find out very quickly once you immerse yourself into a charity function. I, I can tell you yeah. because I've been involved with the JDRF, the March of Dimes. Um, I was at one point involved in Planned Parenthood years ago before I was, you know, um, changed my mindset, which Planned Parenthood yeah. helped me do. Uh, you know, uh, St. Jude's, uh, uh, lots of them, lots of them. I've been involved yeah. in lots of, of uh, fundraising and charity work over the years. And it is very apparent very quickly who actually wants to help people and who actually wants to, you know, pad the board's uh, wallets. So uh, it does yep. take work. Life takes work. The bottom line is um, there's not a simple solution. The The simple solution no. is, of course, uh, the simple solution is call the cops. It's not my problem anymore. And yes, people want easy. It's not people it's not want gonna, the easy solution. Eventually, there's not going to be. Eventually, there's not going to be enough phone calls that are going to keep those people out of the park. And eventually, you're going to get a San Francisco. You're going to get a yep. Los Angeles. You know, downtown LA. Eventually, it's going to be overran because we have one half of the population that has a mindset of helplessness and we have other half of the population that has a mindset of only me. And yep. I, I yeah, just, it, it is interesting um, because it, we should be looking at solutions. I mean, as libertarians, we shouldn't be looking for the easy solution because we should, I, I think most of us see the world in nuance. Um, but it's when, when it comes down to stuff, people want easy um like you said i, sh I sent you the the video um oh gosh um <laughs> i, I saw that i'll pull that up in a second so like, um, like, i don't want to answer that question <laughs> so, so, so um but i sent you the 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 clip because i think spike nailed it when he was on my channel um a few months ago it's it's the i said i think uh libertarians like to nest in our echo chambers and then um so and, and spike said yes and so he basically his response was when people aren't pushing towards a common goal if they're not actually doing anything they nest and then start attacking and that is what we see all the time in the community people that aren't really going out and doing the work they're just they just want to talk um and that's not a shot at any specific person or no, group. I've done that it. is just what it is. It's it's that's how we're yeah, we all talk. Um, but and that's what really made this issue and really made me angry about this issue was because the people that do go out and do stuff, like I said, Chase and Chase is out here doing doing the work. I mean, he picks up trash on the way to church. Um, mm -hmm. Martha is so busy right now running drugs to Cuba, you know, yeah. um, with uh, people for Cuba. And so there's people out there like this that are actually out there doing the physical work, spending their time doing this stuff. And they're the ones that are being attacked by these people that just want to sit online and attack them. And I will say most of them are probably trolls because when you look at their accounts, a lot of them are very small accounts and stuff like that. But it's like the, the trolls that follow the big accounts. And yeah. so it's not usually the big accounts that are attacking other people. It's the people that underneath that are really going after. Yeah, so. I agree. And I reached out to Martha. She's one of my friends. We talked yep. um, and 
I gotta say, like, there's people like her, um, you know, all the people that you mentioned today, there's people like Quest Fanning, who um, he kind of, he wasn't on the other side of the homeless situation, but he had a lot of questions, but he's also one of the people that I'm like, you can always count on Quest to donate to any cause. You can count on Quest to be your, yeah. you know, the biggest supporter of liberty, the biggest supporter of people in general. Quest is somebody who honestly yeah. loves people. He has a heart for people. And um, it's like, those are the people yeah. that I kind of am like, I want to gravitate towards. Those are the kind of people that are going to help kind of change a situation. And I think we, people like me and you, we need to have a lot of hope too, that like, hey, this isn't like, we are not rearranging chairs on the deck of the Titanic here. This is a changeable situation. Yeah. So I'm yeah. looking at your live chat and I'm like, oh gosh. I know. <laughs> they're asking some, they're asking very loaded questions. <laughs> so uh, let's do this. So, I mean, this is the, this is a super chat. So, I mean, you got, we, we got. <laughs> so, Britt, give us uh, your best uh, okay. Quentin Russell so, impression. <laughs> At the risk of like everybody here, you know, whatever, I don't know. Clint is very controversial. So if anybody knows me, you guys know that Clint and I are very close friends. Um, I've been friends with Clint before, you know, he was Liberty Lockpod. Clint was actually on my show and uh, gosh, I don't even know if we were on a show or if we were in a chat or whatever, or if we were just talk like you know we're friends friends like like we have each other's phone numbers friends you know and we all hang out in a group kind of chat all the time and um so to give you some background it's very hard for me to give an an unbiased impression of Clint I will say this because I know that not everybody is a fan of him um he is very passionate about uh liberty and sometimes he goes about it in a very passionate way and um you know i i i can't it's hard it's hard for me to i'm you know i'm friends with you sir i'm well, friends with him I'm yeah. like, oh i have no issue no yeah. i i i actually so i think this is like like an actual impression like of oh, like uh, an impression before let me go get my hat. I don't know if you guys saw the Fab Show episode. It's Fab Show episode one when we did. I did a whole, I did a whole like fifteen minute sketch of with Clint on where he didn't know that I was his. Uh, I was going on impersonating him in like a very exaggerated manner. So if you guys check it out, so that's where this, yeah, that's, that's definitely where this comes from. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well, I have took that. I was like, oh, gosh, I don't know. I know. you. Are, I mean, my I might thought you meant like my impressions of him, but I do love of, him, of him as a person. Him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I was thinking, why? What are they going to ask me? Because I don't know what he said. <laughs> so, but he's he's one of my favorite people. So, yeah, I did impersonate him. I did do a full impression of him. I did wear the backwards hat. And um, I will probably do it again because I love to tease him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. So, I really read that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, well, I, I didn't know that there was a whole backstory that you had already done this. So yeah. Yeah. Now, um, yeah. Aaron, I mean, 
the Cantina crew is getting represented tonight. I think you guys know that I am a honorary represent, uh, a honorary member of the Cantina crew. Um, but I actually have a question for Aaron, and maybe you can answer it in chat too. Is where were you guys when Austin was on? Uh, uh, you are here. I mean, you got the Cantina crew didn't even have a super chat in that one. What what was going on? So the can uh, do you know you know about the Cantina crew? No, but now I want to know. So the Cantina crew is um, basically the people that are on in uh, Austin Peterson's morning show chat just about every morning. So that's oh, the okay. Cantina crew. So on Facebook, he has a show, and and so um, that's yeah, yeah, and, I do. yeah. I, I listened to the show on my uh, Google, uh, whatchamacallit, you know, the <laughs> the one that, like, is basically picking up all our information, so, uh, my Google yeah. Live app, whatever it's called. Uh, so I do listen to his show. He, Austin is, like, also another controversial one for some reason. I love him. Yes, <laughs> I love Austin. Um, I, I mean, I owe a lot to Austin, honestly. He's, he's, he's been help for help so helpful to me um i mean i've been on his show probably i think six times already so um i'm a regular guest whenever he needs me but he's also the reason why i was on slightly offensive on the blaze um so i owe a lot to austin i love i love him and him and steffi both so big shout out to them um and I, honestly it's 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 really interesting you, you bring up austin um yeah you you bring up austin because even on issues like this i see him taking the based libertarian minarchist position and a lot and there are people that go because of who he is will go the exact opposite direction and almost give the conservative position in opposition to what he's saying and these are libertarians giving conservative positions so it's it, I don't, I don't get it sometimes. Like you said, it, people want the easy solution. And sometimes it's this easy solution is like the right wing solution. You're, you're, you're muted. <laughs> you're and I don't even know if I could share or not, but for the people in the super chat, I did uh, pull up the episode where I impersonate Clint. If anybody wants, oh, if anybody, I don't know if I can, can I get, can I give you, I don't know, can, if you, is there a share button on yours? Yeah, let me see if I can. Click on it, see if you can do it. Share screen. Which one is it? Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna, I'm gonna have to pull it up in a different window. One second. I'll pull it up in a different window, see if I can get it up. If not, I sent it to you in the private chat. I, I, I just, I just pulled it up. What? Okay. It's at like where? two minutes and 29 seconds and is about where it starts. So it's. Okay. Let's, let's, let's check this out. I can't believe you've never seen this. I have not seen this one. Yeah. This... I forgot about that. <laughs> so... Let me see. Come to, uh... It's, uh. <laughs> this is Freckled Liberty. We're doing a thing. We're doing the thing. We got our guest today. He's like king of like all Liberty Twitter now. He's doing lockdown madness. He's getting out of the thing. He's got, he's like king of Dave Smith's show and uh, Tom Woods and 
all of the other dudes that are dudes on the podcast. We got Liberty Lockdown. Clint, Clint, bruh. 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 Is there a question? You know, it's just a pleasure to be here, bro. Like, you know, like all the other fucking guy podcasts out there. But like, this is the spot. This is where the dudes hang. Pickles. He he does a thing. Like we saw, he does it like, like he's talking about the finance and he's breaking it down. And we're like over here like. Yeah. Asking every woman on Liberty Twitter to marry him. It's pretty macho. <laughs> I must say, I will admire the effort, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you, yeah, there, I mean, I get it. I literally break down. Uh, there was a whole point where I wrapped all the crypto and um, he was, it was, uh, he was trying to keep a straight. I was trying to keep a straight. Face, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. I, I gotta say that is, that is good. Let me see. Share uh, that in the main chat too. So anybody that wants to go and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me do that. Is there a way? I don't like, I don't know how to do things, but um, yeah, I don't know how to share it in the main chat, but I'll figure it out. So, uh, yeah, no, there's about this whole issue and this whole homeless issue. There's so many things that we could focus on as libertarians. Um, I think that if you're going to take the stance as a libertarian, that you're going to make the statement if that doesn't make me libertarian enough oh well it probably should be for something that's actually helping people instead of like i just want things to be easier for me but yeah. again you can people are free to do whatever they want hey nobody has to help nobody has to do anything um but if i can and i'm not trying i'm not appealing to anyone else you know i'm not i know there's a Hold. Give me one second. One second. <laughs> and I, I, as I'm sitting here, I just want to make sure the audience knows too. Like nothing in here is calling out specific people, um, because again, you can go on Twitter, you can go see who we are talking about. Um, you know, we've mentioned some names in here, but those aren't necessarily the names that. Um, are the biggest issues and the biggest um, biggest people that are, you know, promoting a lot of this stuff. So I was just telling them like, this isn't this isn't we're not, like you said we're not here to call anybody out. You can go on Twitter and see. We just we've named some people, but like I said, they might not even be the biggest proponents of a lot of the talk that we see online. But it's it, it starts with them sometimes. Uh oh. Well, I think I lost her. <laughs> if she comes back, we will. Oh, there she is. Good. Oh, I don't know what happened. You're back. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to make a comment. I was trying to put something in the comments, and I was like, okay, I'm gone now. <laughs> We're done. Oh, it's fine. Uh, yeah, no. And again, like I said at the start of this, I don't think anybody uh, – I'm not, like, knocking anyone – for their viewpoint um because i have kids i don't want junkies shooting up in the park next to my kids either i just yeah. think i have a different solution that i think might be a more long-term solution um and that was kind of what i was getting at before my kids came in is uh you can find a quick solution for anything but if you want a more permanent solution it usually requires a little more you know effort and um 
I think that's really like the the best like that's just the best kind of advice I can give. We can't fix everything tomorrow. One of the, you know, alongside this, we also have to continue working to lower taxes and deregulate more and get the government out yeah. of more and have, you know, maybe it does come down to a, um, you know, more, more private parks, more private libraries. Um, because again, one of the other issues that we didn't even bring up is people were upset about libraries, homeless and libraries. And, um, I don't think most people realize that even though a lot of governments are a lot of libraries are are under government restriction, they're public libraries. Almost every single one of them have um, a board of trustees that are they have an immense amount of power that decide all of the rules. And that anytime a homeless person uh, is in these libraries and you know being offensive or masturbating or doing the things that have been uh, you know that have they have been called out for libraries that have the libraries have made these rules that they're allowed to stay to keep them there and anytime the police have come in um sometimes they're moved out but in a lot of cases the trustees of these libraries go and they sue on behalf of the homeless person so that they can continue to do these things so yep. we have to remember that uh even government entities has have private trustees and boards that handle things the way that they're going to handle them. Um, so really, it's really up to people that are to, you know, get on these boards in these places. Like if you don't like the situation at your park, then, you know, get on, get in your uh, uh, community. What's what am I looking for? The word where the people city council, like your city councils. Yeah. Get on your boards at your libraries, volunteer at the school and start getting on the, the school boards. Do these things. Yeah. It all it, it's not just this issue in a vacuum, you know, things need right. to be overall. So people need to be helped and also things need to not be so out of control because I am in agreement with um I want to make it very clear that I am not saying a a homeless person in the park is 100% always just somebody that's down on their luck and not doing anything. If somebody aggresses on you, I absolutely believe that you should take action. If somebody's yeah. on your child, absolutely. Um, but we need to have nuance and we need to be able to differentiate just yeah. like you a person walking down the street and a person walking towards you with a gun and about to attack. Yeah. There are differences and we need to start recognizing them. It starts really with yeah. recognizing that these are people and there is nuance and that there's a lot at play and that we have to work on it. We can't just say there's no problem. So I'm going to call the police or I'm going to shoot them. Yeah. I think, and I think Aaron, Aaron hits it on the head too, is some of it is what we talk about. Do not comply. Um, yeah. Because sometimes it doesn't matter what the, what the local government say, what some of these ordinances are. Sometimes you have to, you have to do take things into your own hands and, and do things that are right. Um, and we see that we see it happen and we, we applaud it, but how many people are actually going out there and doing it? We see, you know, people up there setting up food, food things for, you know, food bazaars, basically for homeless people. And then the police throwing it in, in, in dumpsters. Yeah. I mean, those are, those are, are good. They're awful sites, but they're good for the cause. They're good to show why we shouldn't have police officers doing this because they will enforce that type of type of be type of stuff right they will enforce those bad laws yeah. and why and, and and it's interesting because you see a lot of people even posting um 
victims of police brutality in the liberty community and then they advocate for police to come in and enforce what they what they don't like but you're you're also right too is libertarians we like to say libertarians can't win which we know that's false last elections have all shown us this we've been getting libertarians elected elected um all over the country but it starts at the local level and even if we're not getting elected i think that's what it, this whole stream even comes down to even if we're not getting people elected there are things you can do as libertarians to influence those who are yeah. and, and what you can do to get out there. And, and so when you sit in this, we can't win mentality. So basically I'm going to sit here and complain. Um, you're not, it, it doesn't help the cause getting out there, getting in the community, getting your hands dirty actually will help the bigger picture in the long run too, because you're actually interacting with people. You're showing them you're walking the walk. I mean, when you're actually volunteering and doing something and you call yourself a voluntarist, then people are like, oh, what's that? And you explain it to them and you explain how things work and why you think that, you know, organi you know, private organizations can do a much better job at providing than the government. That's what we're talking about with getting your hands dirty, getting involved in your local city councils. That's where the rubber meets the road. That Those are the more important elections. I always call, you know, the federal elections and even the state elections, the sexy elections, but it comes down to your county. I know Shane Hazel has his Helios initiative right now. If you if you ever heard Shane talk about the Helios initiative, um, it's basically, or if you haven't heard it, it's basically getting in front of your local county sheriff's offices and your local county um, city councils and everything like that, the lowest levels, and basically saying you don't have to enforce these bad laws. You don't have to enforce enforce laws that go against the second amendment you know you this is how we train you you know you don't i mean basically in the state of georgia um most of the counties even are most of the counties in georgia don't enforce marijuana laws because they they say they can't they say they can't enforce marijuana laws because the hemp bill was passed and they can't tell the difference between the two so there's stuff we can do at the local level and that's really what um shane's initiative is a great initiative to look at if you haven't seen it and if you haven't talked to him and since you're in georgia now you Britt, will um definitely know a little bit more about that initiative <laughs> yeah um i did i i saw it i actually saw it on the like a discord server i forget which maybe probably from some one lp i don't know i'm on yeah uh or maybe it was a mises caucus one i'm not really sure probably and uh, I, it, it's great. I mean, especially being out here now, especially with the Stacey Abrams news and all of that, I'm like, it does give me a bit of a renewed sense of like, oh, I can actually do something because yeah. um, not to com I'm not comparing myself to homeless people. I'm just comparing a situation to another. You do get mm -hmm. to a place in California, or I did especially, where I felt there is nothing I can do anymore here. This is a, yeah. this is not a sinking ship. The ship has been, yeah. and I'm trying to swim to the surface yeah. and grasp for air. And yeah. um, that's my, you I know, I know there's people all over the country that are watching this right now. Um, and they're all in different places. Um, and I would just like to, at this point, I would just look to 
like people to look to California as a cautionary tale because this is not, they are not so far off that uh, it couldn't happen anywhere else. In fact, it is already happening everywhere else because it starts with, it doesn't start with people saying, I want to control you. It starts with people having this misguided uh, outlet for their compassion. And then they, it morphs into this evil thing of controlling people in an attempt to fix something. And there's always bad actors and the people that end up rising to the top of these situations are always uh, nefarious people that don't have the best interest at heart of anybody except themselves and the immediate people that they work for and around. Um, So that's why I say, you know, that's why I really stand with Sarah on what we're trying to do here and what she's brought up um, is let's, you know, if we're going to have the government involved, why let us use the government the way that we need to let us use the government as a tool that we need it to be used for in the most minimal way possible. Um, you know, where it's like, look, the infrastructure is already there. We're not causing a new set of taxes. We're not causing uh, more money to be taken in an involuntary way. Um, yeah. And let's do let's do this as voluntary as possible. Um, but we're gonna need we're gonna need help. We're gonna need your guys's help. And yeah. um, I, I hope I imagine that I will be back and we'll have more information soon. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk about this a little bit more. Um, I'm actually talking to. I'm gonna have a call with Chase on Saturday. So we're going to talk, um, I'll bring this up with him a little bit too. So, um, yeah, he just called me- messaged me today, see if I wanted to have a conversation. So, and, and hopefully we can talk a little bit about this and we'll, and we'll move forward. Um, and now that, I mean, it's, it's great that you're in Georgia too. I think, I mean, I talk a lot about Georgia cause this is where I live. Um, you're right. I mean, I did a video in California. I think the last election kind of sealed California's fate. they pretty much lost, you know, um, if they can't recall, even recall Newsom, I, I don't know what, what, what the way forward is there. Um, so, but I'll pray for those in California and the Liberty movement that, that they can get out, you know, <laughs> but, um, I mean, we're, yeah, yeah, we're going to be, um, I mean, Georgia's going to be, um, we are the place for next year's election in my opinion i don't know what what a lot of stuff's going on but we have we have shane running for governor we have chase running for senate we have angela running for uh, marjorie taylor green spot i mean we have a lot going on next year but that's just the start um i, I those are just the like, like the big sexy elections we need to look at local and see what we can do but we also in georgia only have a one percent petition requirement so we don't have we we just want a big lawsuit so ryan has said we are going to have libertarians in every election that we can get them in so it's gonna be really good he oh yeah ryan announced that he's running for lieutenant governor so we are gonna be pushing hard and hopefully we can make some headway but again pushing these types of issues is what is what we need to be focused on what are our solutions um and how can we work with people um at the lowest levels so but brett thank you again for coming on um 
I appreciate it. We are going to definitely talk more. Um, and we'll, we'll just come up with some solutions and we'll start, start really doing some stuff. Um, uh, at least here in Atlanta and maybe set, set a template. We can create the template of what cities can do. Um, I, I really think that that's a, how, how big this can be. We can, we can show that it works. We can prove the concept and then show how it works and maybe spread it to other Liberty groups throughout the country. Um, but again, where can, uh, where can people find you? Um, I'm, on the fab show every friday night 6 p.m uh pacific time 9 p.m eastern i'm still like uh <laughs> right there you can find me on twitter at tweets by brit uh all the time i'm on clubhouse at salt by brit occasionally and i have a new show coming out in um january or i'm sorry february of 2022 with sean hickman which has a name but we're keeping it under wraps for now so um hopefully I'll be able to come back and share a little bit more of that when it comes out. All right. Awesome. So, and if you guys don't follow me, if you guys don't subscribe already, make sure you click the subscribe button. Actually, if you guys didn't notice, I was actually on with uh, Rose of Dawn uh, yesterday, who is a pretty popular YouTuber. That was amazing conversation. Um, and then make sure you guys go, that's not right. Make sure you guys go uh, follow me um, everywhere links below so oh thank you guys christmas carols with the mad ones tomorrow so <laughs> oh, have fun that'll be fun <laughs> all right see you guys